What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema. This is episode 252, where tonight we will be discussing both ends of the spectrum. A Marvel movie with tons of moving parts in Eternals and a much smaller scale, smaller budget, smaller cast in Finch from the somewhat new streaming service Apple TV+. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. Joining me, as he does every week, is my co-host, Roger. I drink beer and I know things. Stillian. And our perma guest, Christopher, give me the Warhammer 40K movie, you cowards. I know you can do it because I saw Dune Bon. That's all I'll ever get. <laughs> we should have your name right this time. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> How are you guys doing this week? What's going on, gentlemen? So, Touch of Wisdom, because this is episode 252, when I was a young lad. A wee lad. A wee lad. We, uh, we used to mix alcohol together. Yeah. And uh, well, we started good. with... Uh, some ice 101. This is the beginning of his depression spiral. Added, added some 151 rum to get the legendary and disgusting 252. Yep. Listen, that's a mind eraser. <laughs> All downhill from there. I've had the same thing, but someone uh, affectionately called it liquid cocaine. Did you want to die? I did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Probably was the same One thing. A few times I have almost thrown up from my consuming alcohol it uh it tastes bad it's bad for you <laughs> all right so, so there's that. Things, yeah. what else did you guys do this week besides reminisce about making one 252 rum um i don't know i i have a jaunty wrist brace on ja- jaunty it is jaunty it is, why is do you have a jaunty wrist brace because I have tendonitis, severe tendonitis in my wrist I'll, and forearm. I was going to tell you your wrist braced, but that's fine. You it's true, it. yes, oh, because oh, it, I, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so I got that going for me. I recently jammed a Philip, uh, flat head screwdriver underneath my fingernail into my finger. So. That looks what nice. Why would you? Wait, wait, hold, hold on. This was on accident. I, I, I hope. No, <laughs> no, no. I just, I'm that far into my pain spiral. I'm, I'm trying out new things. <laughs> But what, what? Okay, what were you doing that? I was deconstructing a bed that broke. Listen, weird okay. sex stuff. <laughs> Just know that. I mean, the bed is broken. <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I'm all about it. <laughs> my wife's gonna kill. My wife's gonna kill me. She listens to the show. Good. Right? All right. Good. 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 Better just apologize now. <laughs> now I was. I went to a wedding this weekend, and I was. Uh, I was a dancing maniac. I will say there are videos of me dancing like crazy man on the on the. Did dance you just do floor. the Pulp Fiction dance the whole time? <laughs> no, I did not. Thank you. I, so. I need those videos. As a misopportunity. Sent to me. <laughs> when, when, when the person sends them to me, I will send them to you. I promise. Just, I don't want them to touch your hands. I want them to just go directly to me. <laughs> Why? How am I going to alter it? How am I going to alter it? I don't know. Same way I'm going to alter it probably. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just need you. I just need that still of you in the background, just tilting of you like this as a child. Yes. Oh, good. Yeah, with the, with the, mm. the single finger. You know, I've never taken that photo and flipped it the other way, so we're doing like a standoff. You need to. It's, a, it's a bad fusion dance. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect indeed. Chris, what about you after the after your Phillips head under your of your nail? What do you? What's all else is going on? No, that's about it. That's been the entirety of my existence ever since it happened. Because that's all I can think about is the pain underneath my fingernail. The searing pain and impending infection. Yeah. God, that's, like, really that's like Vietnam torture when they would shove bamboo shoots up the it's soldiers. Bad, dude. God, I mean, I not, not that bad. I'll never, I'll never claim you know to have experienced more pain than anyone in any war. But no, this is pretty bad on my level. 
You know, I don't really. Whenever I like stub my toe, I'm like, I feel like it's, it hurts so bad and I pass out. I can't imagine if I, that ever happened to me. I've actually been pretty lucky. My whole, I haven't like, I've never broken a bone. I've never like had a fracture of any kind. I've been pretty lucky. So, if you ever stepped on a Lego and then stubbed your toe, it's it's just <laughs> it, it, it's complete fury. It's mindless rage after that. I've had the pleasure <laughs> of stepping on a nail. Mine's mindless. Oh, I got a story. I uh, I this quick story time. Then we'll get into movies. I worked construction for a brief time, mm. uh, right out, right at the very end of my of high school, and I got jumped off of a ladder at mm. like the second last nope. run, and I, I bet you they were they were this is going landed on a two by four that was Mm-mm. that was uh, facing upwards, and there was a very long carpenter nail in it. Where did it go, Chris? Straight into my heel and all the way up into my foot, all the way through <laughs> it, the boot. Huh? I hit the ground and immediately jumped straight up, and the two by four was attached to me. Great. That sounds awful. Why? Oh, why, it's, why? It's, it's the worst. Oh my god! I didn't mean to. It wasn't the plan. I mean, I, I'm fine. <laughs> hmm. Oh yeah, never again. But yeah, you're stepping on a nail that brought me right back to that. So oh yeah, it's not awesome. Nope. Not even a little bit awesome. No, it is not. Oh, uh, the United well, States beat Mexico. What's up, dog? Oh, well, congratulations to oh, the nice. United States. Sorry, Mexico. Try again next year. <laughs> That was a little half. That was a little not wholehearted. Nope, sure wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try again next year. LOL. Nope. Yeah, we're talking <laughs> about sports on this show now. What about movies? Yeah, that's two. Talking about sports ball. Sports. We're talking about now. Sports. <laughs> sports. <ball>. Grayson <laughs> knows sports. I know sports. <laughs> she just write down a bunch of sports things for Grayson to talk about. <laughs> All right, all right. When you start talking about that, this is episode 252 of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinemas post each and every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office, current and upcoming releases, what streaming trailers, and movies of the week. Without further ado, let's get into the box office, shall we? You guys will not be surprised as Eternals took number one spot. This week, as no surprise, Shocker. with not a not a great gross, but twenty six point nine million domestic, two hundred and eighty point seven million worldwide. Clifford the Big Red Dog, I could not believe this movie got the second place, sixteen point six million, bringing it worldwide. What? Clifford thunders into second. <laughs> well, it only has a twenty two point two million. Like that's it. That's all it's got. You say only. They say we made a whole twenty two million off this crap. That's right. I mean, I, I, prom- I promise you that movie was not cheap to make because of that the animation. Oh, yeah. But. Dune, 5.5 million domestic, bringing us worldwide to just a tad over 350 at 352.7. Good. No, no Time to Die, still just rolling on by at 4.5 million domestic, bringing us worldwide total. Chris, you're going to be happy with this. 708 million. Jeez. I know, almost a quarter of a billion dollars. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, 3.9 million. Probably rounding out its worldwide to 441. It's not bad either. That might creep up to 450, but I don't think it's going to hit 450. But that's, How, that's not a bad is Shane, is Shane Chi still the number one movie, grossing wise? Of the Shung. year? Shung, yeah. Yeah, it's possible. Year. Oh, yeah, it's possible. It probably is. Cause Guys, want to play a fun game? Yeah, sure. What's got a higher Rotten Tomatoes score? The Eternals or Clifford the Big Red Dog? <laughs> oh, God. Probably Clifford the Big Red Dog. I'm Only because bad. you hope. Only because you posed the question. It has yeah. to Clifford by three points, baby. <laughs> Clifford for three for the win. Oh, for the win. 
for the win, sir. What about yes, the critics, yes. though? I don't know. What are the critics? <laughs> God, I hate my life. No, I mean, look, I'm sure Clifford is a fine movie. It's just, it's an odd time to release it. I don't know why they just didn't hold it for. We rewrote, we rewrote the ending a little bit ago. We did. Well, we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> we will talk about that next week. Yeah. But let's talk about some what's streaming. Let's take a look at Disney Plus. We have Finest Hour by director Craig, Craig Gillespie. Did you guys ever see that with Chris Pine, Casey Affleck, Ben Foster, Eric Bana, John Ortiz, Kyle Gallner, and Holiday Granger? I have not. But, uh, Roger, I feel like you've seen that movie. No, I don't think I ever have. That is, uh, I, I don't think many people did. It didn't do very well in the box office. So here's the IMDb description. A Coast Guard makes a daring rescue attempt off the coast of Cape Cod after a pair of oil tankers are destroyed in a blizzard in 1952. I've seen the movie, but not long enough. I mean, I've only seen it once, and it was a long time. I couldn't have recounted that, so I had to look that up. Chris, but to answer your question, it. Shang-Chi is still the number one domestic. Okay. Nice. Thank you. Nice, nice, nice. John Carter of Mars is the second one by director Andrew Stanton. Taylor Kitsch, Lynn Collins, Willem Dafoe, Samantha Morton, Thomas Hayden Church, Siren Hines, Dominic West, James Purifoy, Brian Cranston, Polly Walker, 2012. If you ever want to see a movie that cost a ton of movie to make and didn't make anything back, that's one of them. It just didn't do well. People just didn't care for it, I guess. It just made... What movie was that? Well, got a, is it John a, Carter of Mars. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that once. Wasn't yeah, that's... Good. Yeah, I didn't... John Carter? John Carter of Mars. Jay-Z's? Rounding out Disney Plus this week, Ever After by director Annie Tennant, Drew Barrymore, Angelica Houston, Doug Gray Scott, Megan Dodds, Melanie Linsky. Uh, 1998. I actually really dig that movie. It's like it's a fairy tale. It's shot weird, but it, I mean, it's, I actually kind of really dig it. I know a lot of people didn't, but it's. I, I knew Drew Barrymore to actually. She not too long ago was tweeting about it again, so it kind of piqued my interest, and I watched it again. But I really kind of enjoy that. I don't know, Roger, did you see that? No, I've ever seen that one. That was kind of in your. I wouldn't want. I, I don't think Roger would watch that, though. In those years, category. Nope. Because it was like a. It was like a weird, a shot really weird. Um, fairy tale like a, Cinderella kind of fairy tale ever ever after ish. So yeah, I, I. But I mean, it's all available on Disney Plus. So check that out. I, I I try to avoid the Star Wars stuff and the Marvel stuff only because like everyone's gonna watch those anyway. So I try to throw out other suggestions, but. Yeah. Chris, have you seen any of those movies at all? Any of those no. three? No, I don't think. Not mm-hmm. any of them. I think you should. Or your your kids might actually enjoy John Carter, but you've seen that one. No? John Carter's a weird movie though. It is. It's very weird. But your kids might enjoy John Carter. It's one of those like it's a, it's meant to be aimed at a younger audience, it's like a superhero kind of kind of thing. So my, uh, my my soon to be seven year old. She has this every now and then. She'll throw on one of our streaming services and, and picks up she hasn't seen before. So I'm sure I'm gonna watch that eventually, just by her happenstance. So. What well, was the last thing she just watched without any kind of going without any kind of like information going into it? Wish Dragon or something like that. It, uh, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, and now she watches it like once every couple weeks. She'll throw it back on. She likes it. It's Wish not Dragon, that great, but it's, is it is it animated? It, it, it's up her alley. Yeah, yeah, it's animated on Netflix. Okay, it's not bad. Hmm. Netflix has a lot of weird animated stuff that I haven't heard It's like a modern day take on Aladdin, almost. Oh, cool. That's kind of cool, though. That is very interesting. Let's look at some current and upcoming stuff. Um, 
nothing. I don't think there's anything here to shake it up. This past weekend, a Belfast came out. Home Sweet Home Alone on Disney Plus. Red Notice on Netflix. November nineteenth, Ghostbusters Afterlife. King Richard. November twenty fourth, Encanto. House of God. Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Something moved out of that. Well, what moved out of that? What left? There used to be four there. Can you guys think of it? Neither. I can't. I'm not sure. Something dropped completely off the radar because it didn't just move. Like, it's gone. Too bad it's not Raccoon City. <laughs> Probably should have been. December 3rd, picking up start in December with Wolf. December 10th, Friday, National Champions West Side Story. It's going to be a big week. December 17th, another big week. Nightmare Alley, Spider-Man, No Way Home. By the way, there's a lot of leaked stuff on um, on the No Way Home. Is I mean, I don't think it's leaked. I think it's planned leak. But, uh, yeah, a lot of... You see all three, all three of the Spider Men on on set at once. That's pretty cool. All the Spider Persons, Spider Persons, <laughs> and Charlie Cox, and Charlie Cox. Mr. December twenty second himself. Yeah. December twenty second, The King's Man, Matrix Resurrections, Sing to the Tender Bar. December twenty fourth, which is just that next Friday, Licorice Pizza, Don't Look Up. December twenty fifth, the next day, which is Saturday, which is Christmas. An American Underdog, A Journal for Jordan, and then December thirty first, which I'm sure it's the placeholder, Cyrano. But there's your late November, December offerings. There's quite a bit, quite a quite a lot of movies to watch. It's a good thing I care about two movies coming out. <laughs> two. What are those? I still understand after watching. Well, those two movies are Ghostbusters and Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Spider Man. That's it. Since they moved Top Gun on me again. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is soon, isn't it? That'll next be week. Next. We'll talk about that next okay, week. I was say, yeah, no, we'll talk. Yeah, um, the, two, the week, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Every long Friday. Yeah, we got the kaiju first. Yes, give me the dog. <laughs> All the kaiju. All right. Well, that's. I mean, that's what's coming out. I'm. I actually. You know, the more I see the tra- trailers for, the more I see the trailers for West Side Story. I guess the little nope. more excited I get. Nope. Nightmare Alley. I'm just intrigued because I don't like. I don't think anyone really knows what that is. Well, here's the thing. I just watched There's a no giant one. musical come out over the summer, and it flopped horribly. Did you say that no one knows what that is? Everyone Nightmare knows what Alley? that is. Can you... Weren't you talking you, about West Side Story? No, I was talking about Nightmare Alley. You just said no, West, yeah, Side you Story. Said West Side Story. And then no. I said Nightmare Alley, but no one knows what that no, is. I, just, okay, I, didn't, gotcha. we, we, I didn't hear that. We didn't hear that on our end. That's, that's our sorry. I was like, how do you not know what West Side Story is? <laughs> You're not going to be surprised by <laughs> this. I was going to be shocked by the... Oh, hold on, hold on, Roger. You know what happens. Hold on, what, what, what about the King's Man, Roger? But I mean, or, here's the thing. It should have came out two years ago. That's yeah. true. Or what about Matrix Resurrections? That's going to be a weird one. Let's I just, I, I cannot get excited for it. And they're going to have to do something that, that 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 pulls this movie to after the main. Like it, it, this, they're going to have to do something that I don't like. Everyone not knowing who each other are. I think it's. I think that was the way worst way you you could have gone with the Matrix. Well, those 100%. movies are bad. Yeah. Two and three are bad yeah. movies. So. But here's the thing: it's been so long since the whole trilogy happened that they can do the same thing again. And the new generation of movie watchers, you know, that haven't seen any of those, it's going to be a new movie for them anyway. And they have and they have Keanu again, so it, it could be okay. You know what I mean? He hasn't been much that's been bad lately, so. Give him the benefit of the doubt on I it. do appreciate in a trailer where he punches Morpheus so hard the fucking cabin explodes. <laughs> yeah, I get that. That's, that's pretty really The only thing I'm not looking forward to, but maybe this plays into the whole it's been so long that you know a new uh, a new generation gets to see his story unfold. I don't want them to spend the entirety of the movie or the first two-thirds of the movie him remembering he's the one. 
hopefully that's like a first act thing. I want 75 minutes of that. No, and I have a 90 minute film. No, because because I already have that movie and it was better than this one's going to be. We know that. So, you know, we don't need to do it again. It's it's just like seeing Spider-Man's origin story for the third time. I'm just I'm curious because I just have the hell that Marvel skipped that. I think they chose the way wrong way to go with this one, with this Matrix movie. And I just, I want to be right about that. Well, I mean, it's a weird thing to want to be right about, but we'll have to see. Which is, it's just weird. I mean, when Lawrence Fishburne took to, so, took to social media, he's like, this is not a joke. I'm not part of the Matrix, whatever they got going on. I'm like, well, that's stupid. He's, like, is also, he's also dead. He's also getting, yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne's also getting old. He's also. Last time I saw him, something he wasn't in great shape. Maybe he just didn't feel like doing. The Wait, whole what do we? What do we see it with the, that the ice road truckers or whatever that was? Yeah, yeah that's the last thing I've seen him in. He, he wasn't in peak physical form, and he dies. But I mean, quick, he's actually. definitely dead in that universe. So true. But with the Matrix, they could write anything into that. Yeah, I mean, anything Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> hey, Morpheus, they can. Indeed, indeed. I'm excited for the Kingsman, though. I'll, I'll be honest. And the Tender Bar. Not so much Licorice Pizza. Don't look up. Although I should be because of a huge cast. I'm just not though. But I bet you the movie's just weird. And the more I, the I don't more care I about Cyrano either. See, I'm telling you, that movie's gonna be that movie's gonna get quite an audience. I would bet that movie does very well in the box office. Tens, tens of American dollars. Tens of dollars. Yes, indeed, sir. Tens of American dollars. <clears throat> All right, let's move on, shall we, gentlemen? Shall. Let's talk about some trailers. The Power of Dog with Cumberbuck. Uh, that has no dog in it. Yeah, I, I was immediately infuriated when I saw the name of that movie after watching that trailer, which that, that movie's going to be three hours and 15 minutes long, right? Yes. You think like, so? Like we know this as at least. It looks long. Just from the trailer, it looks, it looks like an eternity to watch. I hope we watch it for the show. Yeah, but I, the, okay, so the in the house the, Netflix Western six hours minimum. Oh God, dude, I even wrong. <laughs> it's got the vibe of a movie that, like, back in the day, nine people would watch, but it would win every single award. It was up forty-six for, you know, Oscars. <laughs> yeah, one of those movies that, like, I mean, that's the thing. It just it looks like it could be great. It's got a good cast. Can um, we focus on why there is no dog? Yeah, please, because I don't understand. Maybe the movie will explain it to me, and it'll take two hours and 45 minutes for him to explain that part of it, and then we'll get the climactic ending. What if it's a metaphor about a dog? What if it's about Clifford, the big dog? I'm already angry about this movie on so many <laughs> levels. <laughs> All right, let me, read you, let me read to you the IMDb description. Charismatic rancher Phil Burbank inspires fear and awe in those <laughs> around him. Worst name I've ever heard. <laughs> when his brother brings home a new wife and her son, Phil... Torments them and finds himself exposed to the possibility of love. Oh God! Hold on, hold no, on, a, hold on, hold on. Really there's more. Hold on, no, no, there's not more. But I have, every time Roger <laughs> says this, I have to ask him: what's what's worse, Phil Burbank or Cade Yeager? I don't know. Phil Burbank sucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that means his name, name is like full, like F- Philip Theodore Burbank or some <laughs> shit like that, <laughs> and I hate it. <laughs> It's got a decent cast, though, I'm telling you. I mean, it's not a lot. Like, what if he has the middle, what if he has the middle name and his, and his initials are PB? God. Mm. <laughs> what if it's not even short for Philip? What if his it's given name Phil? is just <laughs> Phil? <laughs> but it's spelled with an F. Oh, God. <laughs> it's not. It's PH. At least I'm uh, reading it here. It's PH. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> Killed my jokes. Burbank a, with the C and the N. Not okay. <laughs> Phil Burbank. 
<laughs> Man, you're oh, firing on all cylinders today, it's my terrible. friend. Terrible. Fucking awful. Well, it's on Netflix, so the advantage you have there is you just if you don't want to watch, you just turn it off and walk away from it. Well, I can see now by his word bonk. <laughs> bonk. 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 Oh my god. Indeed, indeed, sirs, indeed. Now let's talk about Morbius, the movie that's also been delayed at least two or three times. Mm-hmm. Roger, what do you think? You were the you were the main pusher of this one, so what do you think? Well, I mean, it's should be some should be a bigger deal than what it is for Sony and Marvel because it's part of what's left of their their pickings of Marvel franchises anymore. Hot take: This will be the best Jared Leto superhero movie that comes out. I don't think, think... It'll be better than Suicide Squad and mm-hmm. Batman. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, easily. Okay, I don't fair. Think... Do people but, still care about Jared Leto? But you, Jared, I listen, mean, Jared Leto still cares about Jared Leto because I mean, he's a weirdo. People are still casting Jared Leto, so probably. I mean, hasn't I mean, he won two Oscars? Yeah, he's been nominated for uh, at least another one too. So yeah, I mean, I mean, he, he's he's one of those guys that dives into a character at least, which I appreciate. Whether he whether it's a whether it ends up coming out as a good rendition or bad rendition, well, can, I, I know he at least dedicated himself to what he's doing he can, just ride a roll can we talk about jared leto for one second though the person you know he's 49 years old no way yes way no way that shredded man is 50 years old god it <laughs> doesn't make any sense he's right ma- he's immaculate yes god well now don't you hate him even more <clears throat> him yeah, right. Right. He'll just need to start a boy band. he does really get into <laughs> his, he does really get into his characters you remember we talked about what was that movie with him and um, Denzel? All the little things. Mm-hmm. He was a weird dude in that. But remember, Roger, you're the one that found that news story that he was like he also went... Dallas Buyers Club and with, with a really yeah like, yeah yeah. But that's another control. that's a whole different thing. But you're the one that found that news story, Roger. That like he talked about he really dug into that character. Like he was in character mm-hmm. when he walked around town when he was like on his days off and went to get dinner. Yep. And like that's really cool though to like talk to people like you're that character and like walk that weird saunter walk he did in that movie. We spent nine hours at a strip club. <laughs> Respect. I got to give him that. He does like he for, does research <laughs> yeah, for research. So Jared Leto would go get a 40, a bucket of chicken and spend nine hours at a strip club. Got you. Research. He does, um, yeah. Yeah. Give that man an Oscar. <laughs> didn't um, off topic a little bit. Didn't um, Jim Carrey also dive into a role in that way? And it was like a big, like a big deal. I can't remember what it was for though, but like they even did like a documentary on it, didn't they? Mm. Where he like dove into a role, like everywhere he went, on set, off set, he was in character, and it drove. Do you, like, do you, all remember, do you remember? Do you remember when it was? Because if you tell me when, oh. I, I might have. I have an idea of what few movies it could have been. I'll look it up while you guys carry on, just so I can bring it up. Since I'm all right, I bet you it was the majestic. Movie. No, it wasn't the majestic because I like that movie. But that that mm-hmm. that's not what it was for. Was it the number okay. twenty three where he's no, super weird? No, that's where his career took a nose dive. That's where things went sideways. <laughs> a pile of shit. Yeah, no. You know what I just oh. watched actually with him in it is I love you, Philip Morris, with him and him and Ewan McGregor. I don't think I've ever seen that. That's really that's kind of an interesting story too, and it's a true story about a guy who escapes from jail. Even like modern, like two thousand five, he finds ways to escape from these these places he's held at like a jail or penitentiaries and he's able to get out and like go live life and scam more money and very interesting guy he is hmm. but Ewan mcgregor does he does a great job in that too speaking of Ewan mcgregor kenobi has a a weird kind of teaser thing out 
Um, so they're definitely like that's full steam ahead. And he's talking. Hayden Christensen is coming back for Kenobi, the that that miniseries. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Is he going to kill younglings? <laughs> he killed younglings. So the Jim Carrey movie was called Man on the Moon. Oh, oh yeah. Manny oh, Kaufman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's definitely so, yeah. Like, 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 something about there's a documentary where he like, dove into the role so hard that like the people he worked with like hated him for the entirety of that set because he just he he never left that spiral while he was on that set for that. But movie. that's see, I appreciate that though. I really do I did too. I did too. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys ever watched the the like the special features on the Lord of the Rings when Viggo Mortensen would would wear his Strider outfit and he he he'd wear the sword around town. Yeah, when, when he got he in was, trouble for. Uh, doing his sword workout on his front lawn, the cops came because it was a, a sweaty, shirtless man swinging like an eleven foot sword around. They're like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm just working out, bro." I am uh, Aragorn in the movie. That was back when he was nobody, though. But yeah, that's pretty. I, I like when I really appreciate when actors get in the role. I think it makes for a much better. Which leads me to my next question. Because I was thinking about this today. How do you think Hall prepared for the guilty? He just got real sweaty. Real sweaty and real pissed off. No, just sweaty. Mm-hmm. Just sweaty. Yeah, fair sweet. enough. Fair enough. Do you guys do any more thinking about the guilty? No, no, not really. We I, talked I, about I, it. It was out of my mind. I always do. I always do. But I really like that movie like a whole lot. I have to ingest so much media to see in one ear out the other sometimes. All right. So <laughs> Morbius. Going back to Morbius, I think it's got some interesting things going on in it. I don't know why I can't get excited for it, and I think that to because me, because deep down, it's a comic book vampire movie. And unless Blades come to slice his ass up, I don't care. But I mean, I, I know what you're saying, Grayson. I'm I'm in that boat too, and I, I think it's just because it's a vampire movie, and Hollywood has a really good track record of just jacking these things up anyway. So I, I'm I'll just have to wait to see it, and I'm not excited for it until I see that it's good. I don't. I think it's gonna bomb. I don't think it's gonna. What about anything. Twilight, bro? <laughs> I've never seen Twilight. any of Twilight movies. No, really, I've avoided. I've avoided that Man. so hard. How is that even possible? It list. It, it hasn't been easy. There's Jesus, been many long, many battles been fought and won. So. I'm just, I'm impressed by that. <laughs> just to be able to avoid it. Yep, my wow. family would, would would go in groups to the movies to see when they came out. Like we're talking like 13, 14 people. Like my family sucks, and there's just no way I couldn't do it. To this day, I am I am Twilight free. Hmm. Impressive. Honestly, I always hated. Right. I always hated getting concessions for big families. It's the it's the one it's the one true achievement in my life. Because they don't order like <laughs> avoided watching Twilight. Actually, I hope right before you die, somebody just starts playing it. <laughs> just be like, nope. In my, in my hospital, bed, it's I'm right down. <laughs> twitch uncontrollably and then die. <laughs> when you when you can't move and you can't close your eyes, someone just turns uh, it on. No. <laughs> Mm, that's definitely going to happen. Definitely. I'd rather die than watch this. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I check out. So I don't know why I can't get excited for Morbius. I just we'll just leave it at that because I mean we'll see it soon enough. Which yeah. will probably be great. I've I, look. I, I want it to be good. I want every movie we watch to be a ten. That's just not the case. But I just want Morbius to be good. I just I don't know why I can't get excited about it. But I mean, I, you don't I also, think Clifford will be a ten? I don't. I really don't. Mm. Let's talk about Silent Night. The weird black Christmas or black comedy Christmas movie that turns into Doomsday Christmas that we couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. That turns into something else like a, a weird. Uh, that I you, do you think this movie was delayed in any way to like add like a weird pandemic thing about like a, a disease or a, a virus coming to kill him or whatever that is? 
No, it's just a weird British black comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, just, I don't know how it, I feel it, about it. Seems that. like a weather event anyway. I like Keira Knightley. I think she's great. Uh, I don't. I, I don't. Say, say, I was gonna say Keira Knightley's in that song, man. Yeah, it's all it takes for me. But I know I'm into it for now. I guess I just I, I think it's gonna be one of those weird ass movies that really like what the hell is going on here. Not to say those movies are bad because I tend to really kind of talk underappreciatively of movies like Midsummer and. What's the other one, Roger, where the girl lost her head off the telephone pole? What is that? Um, Hereditary. Oh, yeah. I, I really like, tend what? to... I don't... I understand <laughs> that I appreciate them. I just... That's not my cup of tea. And I have a feeling that this movie is going to slip very quickly into not my cup of tea territory. So just a reminder from my favorite heredity story, hereditary story of all time was when in Australia somebody got in trouble because they put it on front of the Peter Rabbit. They put the trailer for Hereditary in front of the Peter Rabbit movie and it terrified the children. That's an incredible story. That's actually amazing. I love it so much. That dude Mm. rules. (laughs) All right. How about Elves on Netflix? No, don't care about it. That's a series. It is a series. I just... Netflix, Netflix must have money to burn because this is weird. I'm not saying weird can't be good. I, I, I just really don't know what to think about it. I don't. I mean, it didn't do anything for me. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not. I don't like the way they looked. They were anti, crazy. you know, elves. I, but I mean, after Ozark season four, I'll, I'll, I might watch that or something. But it's not high on my list so far. I have to watch it's Dexter. A, it's a foreign language thing. I don't think. I think a lot of people are going to be out of it because of that. Foreign language so, series is harder for me. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I'm used to it because it's just some of the other stuff I watch. But I'm used to it from anime, but this is like uh, live action, and that's that's a, different. At, the, at that point, it's all the same to me because it, it doesn't bother me either way because I'm used to reading subtitles. But I don't know. Well, as long as their lips align with like whatever they're speaking of, that's all that matters to me. The audio not matching the you know what's happening on screen is the thing that throws me off the most when there's like bad dubs. And That's stuff why like dubs that. are not great. Yeah. So I, I'm okay with this, with that version of it. And I watched the, did you guys ever watch rain on Netflix, the rain or something? Mm-mm. So it's a really, really bad series about rain that kills people. And <laughs> I watched it over like three days. Well, given this description, I will never watch it. both seasons. I watched it over like three days and the dubbing was really like, it was off, and it, it bugged me the whole time, but I binged the whole thing, and it was really bad. You probably shouldn't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you watched that entire shit series and then immediately told me, don't watch There's it. There's two more don't seasons. Oh, God. <laughs> Rain How, just kills um, people. Well, oh, you yeah. know what I wanted to tell you, Chris, is My Hero Academia, Academia wasn't on the – the past two weeks wasn't on the charts. I know. I know. I don't know why it didn't get – as much of, but again, it's not in our theaters either. I know. Well, so like my my only theory on it, I don't know if I said this to you guys or my wife when we were talking about it, but uh, the my hero's now been around for for a long time at this point. They're in like the fifth, the fifth going into the sixth season, where and so it's been around for a minute. People that are into it are into it. No one's kind of wondering, and the hype's kind of like the hype trains over with, and it's just the fans watch it now. Where when the Demon Slayer movie came out, the first season was all everyone got, and then the tr- uh, moving train was the only other thing and season two is not even out yet. So it's like, it, it, it's still a newer piece of property. People are a little more excited for it. Probably is why it did so much better than my hero, which it, it, it's hit or miss either way. So I, I still need to watch it. I want to see it really bad. Yeah. It's, it, it's out here. I just, I, I noticed it also left theaters pretty quick. It was only here yeah. for like two and two weeks. 
Yeah, it happens. <clears throat> Pendle's gone, but they all can't be winners. They all can't be winners, indeed. But let's talk about one thing that is a winner. Let's talk about Finch. Now, with a tomato meter of seventy-two percent and an audience score of, <clears throat> I think it probably deserved a little better than a sixty-seven on the audience score, but that's just me. I just I, I don't see it as a sixty-seven. But I don't know how you guys feel about that. But I let's can understand the sixty-seven. Can you though? I'm not sure I can. I'm not sure I. But I mean, look, look. One thing I did do this weekend when I was at a wedding was had a really in-depth, com- about a 15-minute conversation about um, last night in Soho. And he's like, let me tell you why this movie is a fucking 10. And I'm like, whoa, whoa I, I just, I don't mean to disagree with you. I don't think it's a 10, but I think it was good. And he's like, you guys way underscored that movie. I'm like, I'm not sure we did. I have never incorrectly scored anything in the history of this show, sir. But you know, you know what's funny is like... I will accept your email apology for the love will, of cinema at gmail.com. So we had this conversation about it where we were drinking. And you're, Roger, you're going to love this. So I, for the first time I, I had Yingling... But it was there was Hershey's chocolate in the Yingling, fantastic. Who? Like I thought it was fa- it was tastes like chocolate coffee beer. It was great. Anyway, so so we talked over that. Yeah, they then, make beer like that, right? And then we so we we walked away from each other. I'm, and I I'm like I turned around, tapped him on the shoulder. I'm like, wait a minute, who are you? Do I know you? He goes, no, but uh, my girlfriend listens to your show and she 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 dragged me into it. So now I'm. <laughs> Now I'm holding you guys responsible for everything I listen, I, I watch. So, great, great, great. So yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, from here, son. I don't think we underscored it. You no, know, like in, the, in the six to seven range, I think it's fine. But so, Grace, right. let's talk about Finch for a second. Let's do Is that. Finch a better Terminator movie. <laughs> Damn it! <I> mean, <laughs> it's a better Terminator movie than everything after two. I'll give you. Yep. Yep. Um, All right. Now wrap up our discussion of Finch. <laughs> All right, Tom I'll Hanks. Do the Eternals. <laughs> Tom Hanks is Finch. Caleb Landry Jones is Jeff. Directed by Miguel Sapunchik. Um, and let's talk about it. Let's dive right into the Tom and Hanks. Let's do that, Finch. Finch. So, all right, guys, give me your. Before we really dive into it, give me your give me your ten second what you would say about Finch overall. Castaway with a dog and a robot. Yes, that is. As funny as that is, that's actually pretty accurate. That's, that, yeah, that's actually pretty That wasn't a joke. <laughs> that's actually pretty close. I'm not just here for your fucking entertainment. <laughs> I think it was Castaway meets Book of Eli meets something else. And you know what's interesting, though, is if this was anyone else besides Tom Hanks, and I mean anyone else, this movie would have been way more violent. There would have been there. There would have been fights that ended up with 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 a, with gunfights and a, a stabbing. Something someone gets stabbed with something, but That's because a, it's, because it's Tom Hanks, it's not. Now here's my question to you guys. Yeah. Before I do research this week, is do you think this script existed before Tom Hanks got into it, or do you think Tom Hanks was the person this was made written for, and why it was written like that? Because that's kind of I want to kind of gear our discussion because that's isn't this his. I thought this was his. Isn't it's one of his studios, isn't it? Oh, is it? It might be actually. Yeah, and also so then like, it, go ahead, go ahead. if it was made with him in mind, then everything everything about this movie makes one hundred percent sense. Yeah. Well, so like we talked about this with um with the guilty. Does this also feel like a co- like a peak COVID movie? Because there's nobody in this movie. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? Okay. Yeah. So, sure. You know. Very, and, and again, though, it works. Yeah. No, it does. It does. Like this is not a. I'll, I'll start out with this. It's not a bad movie by any, by any sense. No. 
though. It, it's I just, don't think it, it, it felt like it felt very empty, very devoid for obvious reasons. But well, it's just one of those things. That's by design, I think. The, the I, emptiness I, I and the that. void is by design. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just—I mean, so okay. So Tom Hanks is a man named Finch Weinberg, who is one of the few people left. We actually don't know how many people are left. We just know there's not a lot of people left on the planet. According to him, he's one of the only people left alive. One of the few survivors. The something has torn a hole in the ozone, and the sun just bakes right through and just just kills everything it touches. Just burns you. It burns you, and we see examples of that a couple of times. Now he is he's a reserved man. He well, he's basically okay. So is it say is it fair to say that Finch is Tom Hanks? Say that again. Is it fair to say that I mean, like, the character he plays in Finch is just is just him. I don't think it's much different than how Tom Hanks really is. You know what I mean? I mean, last time I hung out with Tom Hanks, (laughs) it was pretty 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 similar, pretty close, pretty low key. You know? Yeah, he's just he's just a pretty pretty spastic guy. (laughs) He's a dude. You know? I feel like that's how Tom Hanks really would be, though. If you're creating AI, he's a guy that would walk learning AI. You you should see what that man does with with a Roomba and a mop. Amazing. He walks around singing American Pie, and he's building a robot, and he has his sweet little dog with him. Yeah, which you're right, though. I mean, Castaway is 100% the takeaway here. Is this? He somehow made a movie when talking to a beach ball, very emotional, and he did it again. Castaway is one of my favorite movies. It's a very very good movie. Yeah, I heard. I just I've also seen all the memes in my life at this point. Yeah, (laughs) it's like you know, I feel like I've seen the movie. So I mean, it's. There's not many people, there's not many guys, there's not many lead actors or actresses who can pull off what Tom Hanks can, who have Tom Hanks caliber. We're we're, we're probably agreed on that, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, again, one of the questions I want to ask before we get really into it is, who else do you see able to do this part? And Chris, you you, you mentioned someone before we started shooting. Yeah, 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 I'll go ahead and say it again. I I think Brad Pitt actually could have done this very well. He just, I think he has a different kind of charisma, but it's also, I think he's a guy that can carry an entire movie like this and, you know, it'd be very watchable. Well, Brad Pitt does, I mean, he he carries a movie like World War Z, he carries it completely. Yeah. He, He carries a lot of, like, even Moneyball. Even when he when he when he has people around him that are also very good, like Jonah Hill, he is still absolutely the gravity center of that movie. Yeah, Brad Pitt is one of those guys. I I think Denzel could have done this, but again, that's you know we've already seen that in the Book of Eli. Um, yeah, but again, like they're, like they're not alone in the movies. We we can kind of see like compare right, it. Right. The only other thing uh, I had something, but I lost it, so I'll pass it on. Uh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba could do this, and we kind of you saw that, that in that one movie with um, him and Kate oh, Winslet yes. when they when they crashed in the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I remember what I was going to say. I was going to say I think we've kind of almost seen this from Will Smith too, right? I was going to say Will yeah. Smith. Will Smith could have done this very easily. Yeah, but we've seen it from him. We've seen it. Ryan Reynolds. No, <laughs> no. Oh, Dwayne Johnson. No. Yes. Hold, 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 on, hold on, hold on. Imagine him just staring blankly off into space. <laughs> no, I think no. both those guys could have done that. I think they no, could have done the script. No, I'm not kidding. I think they could do it. I think Ryan Reynolds could have, of those two. I think Ryan Reynolds could do it before before Dwayne The Rock Johnson could. Do well, it. no shit. 
but I, I, I love me some Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just doing just movie. doing the smolder, staring <laughs> off in the oblivion. <laughs> like I said, he's the robot in that in, the, in that movie. That's all that is. I mean, the robot is actually kind of a fascinating. I loved how they used the robot, how they used Jeff. It's like in the beginning, his speech was, I mean, okay, you've already mentioned it. As a Terminator, he was learning how to be. He alive. learned, yeah. Jeff, like, Jeff was kind of terrifying. If you if you like, just took they like, took a step back and like paused the movie or something. He's gigantic. He's big and he's super strong. Uh, he reminds me of the um of in the prequel series of the Star Wars movies. Uh, General General something the one Grievous. That, yes, yeah, it reminds me of him because he's like he's, he's kind of hunched over and stuff. Yeah, he does yeah. walk hunched over. So like he kind of reminded me of him. It was like it was almost almost menacing, but they do a really good job of making him a sad little puppy of his own. He is so. kind of dopey. Yeah, he is. Him, him learning to walk was 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 heartwarming. That's falling down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's there are things you learn in this movie, and when you're supposed to learn them, which I appreciate too. Of why, of course, why he's made his his sole purpose is to because like I mean, I like when Goodyear pissed on his feet. Yep. <laughs> I don't. So, well, I want to ask I, you something. All right. Do you guys think that this movie is more of a more about the about it being post-apocalyptic, or is this just simply a movie about a guy and his dog? It's a guy and his dog, right? It's, it's, it's definitely definitely a guy and his dog. Yeah. Because listen, I hate people too. It's fine. Because <laughs> I mean, I would murder for that dog. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, because well, like about halfway through the movie, I kind of stopped and I thought, you know, all right, this isn't. What I think, it, what I thought it was gonna be, but I'm cool with what it is because I'm I'm a dog guy, and I really did like the story. It was so simplistic, but it really did work, and it's heartwarming because especially the first time when he ex, you know explains to Finch in my absence, you know what that means. Yeah, and and not Finch. But he tells Jeff, and and Jeff says back, you know, can can you define absence? It was like, oh God. <laughs> It was good. Like, like the, those moments were good in this movie, and like you, they were very believable as well. Well, it's more as they were. There was weight to all those moments too, and that's and that's the important part. Because if you have no, a movie like this fails if there's no weight behind those moments where it's really slow. Then you've just got nothing. Just I mean, in the same way, if if a comedy's not funny, you just you've got nothing. Yeah. So if there's no weight there. But I mean, Tom Hanks brings the weight, so that's what he brings to the table. And it, you know, you're talking about. You're referencing at least one of those scenes where he's talking about what he's experienced over the past whatever year, year and year and a half. Yeah, like like when he's sitting there telling the story about how he found the dog. That is a rough story, man. Yeah, it's, oh, it's depressing. Uh, but it's super it's, depressing. Humans suck, bro. Yeah, that like and the 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 the, the score playing in the background while he's telling the story, and then like the the, the camera angles on him. Are what make that that the whole combination of those things what make that scene so impressive. And it's, I always tell the story, but you know Tom Hanks is we, he's a remarkable act, like one of the best that's ever acted in the craft. And it's like I always think about Green Mile when after he learns what 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 happens to John Coffey, he goes him and back uh, him and his um forget the guy David Morris go and he sits down and talks to John Coffey and says. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to let you go? Do you want me to let you just see how far you can get if they get you? And he says, why would you do such a stupid thing? And then he comes back with, and it's, if you've not seen this, it's worth revisiting. But Tom Hanks comes back with, you know, on the day that I stand before God for my judgment, what am I to tell him? 
that I, I killed one of his miracles. And it's just the acting in that moment is so impressive. And again, like there are several Tom Hanks movies in between that, you know, the terminals, even one of them that have that moment, but you don't see that moment again. At least I didn't until saving Mr. Banks. When, 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 when he flies all the way to London after Emma Thompson's character has pissed off and she's left and he sits down and says, I know, I know who George Banks is. It's your father. I know all about this man. And like, that's again, and here we get one of those moments where it's just, it's so well done that you just remember that moment. I bet you in 10 years, you won't remember this movie for anything, but you'll remember that moment, Chris. I promise you that. That's I'll remember it as the third best Terminator film. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Um, all right, Roger, give me, what did you, what did you think about this? And give me, give me some, some talking points for for you about this. Moment. I mean, I like this movie. I like Tom Hanks with his interactions. Um, I like how he explains what he's doing, especially as he's building Finch mm-hmm. yeah. and then teaching or uh, building Jeff and then teaching him things, uh, having him learn how to take care of certain things and what to do. And I like the whole over arc of the story about how, you know, Jeff basically goes from an infant to an adult in basically the span of a week. Yeah. You know, he has to learn subtlety and, you know, what words mean and how to interact with things and what's right and what's wrong. And watching a robot do something like that was kind of incredible, actually. And it was endearing. It was what it yeah, was. And it, here's the thing. It was never overly unbelievable. Yeah. And I think that's important in a movie like this because that matters. So I think it does. And let me ask you this question. Do you, do you think any of this was, any of this script was, was, was altered at any time? I no. have a reason I'm asking this. I don't think they can with because all the. I mean, they get altered a little bit, right? But I don't think so. I think this is as written. As written. So do you? You know, you don't think in any version of this script there was more danger with the person that followed them than they were ever in. Than, than at least we see in, in this final draft. I don't think so because I don't think it makes that much of a difference. I think this is actually just as terrifying. Well, the only thing I, oh, I agree with that, and I don't think it needs that. But the only thing I can see is that is that Finch actually has to use that gun and kills another human. And then you have that moment of like, you know, life and death. Oh, that'd be regrettable. <laughs> well, it, well, and like, he has to explain that to Jeff. I see that's the only reason why they would even bring that into the fold. Cause the story they're telling isn't about, isn't about, you know, having to face off against other humans, even though that's, that's one of the things that looms over, you know, the movie. It's not about that. That's the only thing I can see that they gained by bringing in a conflict with, with the person that follows them. Is that now Finch has explained to Jeff, you know, about, you know, yeah, I killed that guy, you know, that kind of thing. That's and why I and, you yeah, know, what, you know, how you I know, have to deal with it. How, sure. How it's not okay, you know, but, you know, sometimes it's last resort. Done, you know, you protect that dog, that kind of stuff. You know, you know I, I, I was waiting for the explanation of what the gun was. I was kind of excited, like, how's he going to explain this to Jeff, what yeah. that is? And yeah. then they never went there. And I don't know if they didn't go there because it's a Tom Hanks movie. And he just typically doesn't do violence in his films, or I mean, like why? I wonder why. And also, they probably don't. I don't think they needed it. You know, honestly. No, you, you're you're right. I think you're 100 percent right. It just wasn't needed. Yeah, well, and like besides that mo- that moment, the only the biggest point of tension in this movie, besides the the comedy of him, bolt, you know, bolting down the RV, was the uh, was when he started to drive the RV. 
right? Like that, that's when like he drove your, away and drove back. Yeah, like, like that, that's your biggest tension moment in this movie. I mean, like besides the entirety of the you know the exploration of the hospital is Tom Hanks freaking out, Finch freaking out when the RV starts to drive away and he knows why. Yeah, you know. And well, I mean that that's peak child learning. It thing, is right? too because at the same time he's like he's like you know did you drive that? No. <laughs> Look like I, you drove it, which I chuckled at very much. So, <laughs> and I was like, "I'm a good driver, though, right?" Like, <laughs> yeah, right, man. Mean, he does go through all the phases, a lot of the phases of growing up, like real quick. He does I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And of course, by the by, by the end, he's no longer hunched over. He's standing up, and his speech isn't slurred anymore. He's using full sentences. So, I mean, he has learned. And I would have, I think, something well, I would have done. He would think, feed the dog. <laughs> I'm going to feed the dog. <laughs> I think. A design choice I would have done was less of the coughing up blood. I I, I wanted to. I, I was hoping to save that for the like. That's what I was hoping. The reveal it was going to be in the end was. Oh well, maybe he's not dying. He's just an old guy who needs help. But then, like you, you know, he's playing fetch with the dog, and the dog finally accepts Jeff as part of the pack. And then Jeff turns around, and he's just gone in the chair. Instead of what happens, I think I would have preferred a version like that. Nah. Does that make sense? Well, because they talked about the Vi- the Viking heritage, and they gave him, a, and Jeff gives him a Viking. A he Viking does give him a funeral pyre. Yeah, so I, I I like the way that it plays out. It's fine. It, it, I mean, the story's soft enough anyway to where they could have had an exit anyway. You know, but I think peacefully is the way that it just seemed right for the movie. He did ruin his nice white suit, though. That's true. That yeah. would piss me off. He was upset about that. <laughs> how'd you guys? How'd you guys feel? This is about his jaunty hat. It was incredible. <laughs> the suit and hat aside, how'd you feel about San Francisco almost in an eye rolly way being like the the bastion of of like you know forgive like forgivable nature? Well, I'm not sure. I enjoyed the fact that I don't know why. Why was there no damage, or why was the sun not damaging where they were? Well, they weren't. It wasn't damaging a lot of places. It just where they were. Yeah. It was damaging the shit out of it. Yeah. Well, it looked like there had been damage there at one point, but for some reason, it it didn't. It didn't well, life life was returning. That's the whole thing. Is like well, the yeah, sun yeah. wasn't well, frying. Okay. There was damage there at some point because the place is tore tore to pieces, and you can see like you know old buildings that were like burnt. It may have been burnt down too, I guess. But it's always the people. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's that, that's kind the of the people. The underlying moral of the story. But it, it, it's it doesn't tell I mean, they don't tell you why it's okay now you know but also people have moved on you see all that on the you know you see that on the bridge sure a whole bunch of notes of like you know everyone's gone to someplace else after they've reached San Francisco so which isn't that kind of a like a shit thing to think about that Finch was locked up in this place for X amount of time thinking the whole world's just gone to shit no he just could have drove to San Francisco yeah he could just be like. Made the made the trek and everything would have been probably way better than what it was. Maybe yep. got medical attention. Yeah. yeah, but he never saw. He, he barely saw that. So I guess he could be too. You guys <laughs> ever uh, see the super creepy video of uh, the AI that they were teaching how to save things? And they're like, "What would you What would you do to save the planet?" It's like destroy all the humans. <laughs> and I'm just like, "Well, <laughs> yep, <laughs> this That's, is how it starts." Uh, <laughs> hey, yep, <laughs> this will be a better Terminator movie when it happens in real life too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's happened. 
We even, war- we even warned ourselves about Skynet and still somehow happened. <laughs> somehow. We just, maybe we should turn that thing off. Wow, oh, man, let's see what it's We've doing. We've got archived video proof that we're going to die from this thing. You want to keep going? Yeah. <laughs> Give it like 15 more minutes. See where it goes. It's a whole three episode rule. After three episodes, if you don't like there it. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah uh, I, don't know, man. I, I really did enjoy Finch overall um, more than another movie we're going to talk about in a minute Finch was a simple movie it was and it was it worked. simply enjoyable it was a simple premise a guy was just trying to get to go see the golden gate bridge when with his somewhat Dog. shortened and condensed time frame that he knew we had yeah i just it's a very simple premise very simple story and i'm glad we didn't get bogged down in the middle with like people and yeah you know, well I'm the man that. is captured by some weird the simplicity simplicity of this movie is what makes it good yeah if they had to try to do more it also could have went completely the wrong way yeah. like complete sideways and it doesn't which is enjoyable yeah yeah i 100 percent agree with you and I, I i think the the one of the you know the best scene in the movie is when he's talking about how he found the dog I don't think anyone would disagree with that. And it's made to be one of those wonderful moments. But I just, man, I loved it. I watched it two or three times. I kept rewinding it and watching it. Rewind. Going back. Yeah, I'll Um, probably recommend Finch to everybody. Yeah, yeah, Finch is good. Especially Apple TV Plus. Yeah. That's easy. So let's move to – well, I mean, look, you should already have it for Ted Lasso anyway. So this is just icing on the cake, Finch is. But so let's move to Score Finch then. It's a, you know, I think it's a very simple movie with Tom Hanks and he does a great job emotionally. I'll go first, if you don't mind. Uh, I think Finch is like a solid seven. Um, checks all the boxes to what I think an enjoyable movie should be. It's not overly, it's not super special. It's not earth shattering. Um, you do kind of figure out what's going to happen. Um, it doesn't really take away from the ending, but it doesn't surprise you in any way. Um, but all the pieces of the puzzle come together pretty well, and it works. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'll go next. I'm not going to go much. I'm actually going to go a little lower than that. Uh, the- to me, it's a six. Coward. Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. It, it's simplicity. It doesn't hurt it, but I don't think it can it, it can elevate very high because of it as well. There's just it's just not quite deep enough to really you know gain more ground than that. It's a, it's a it's a perfectly fine movie, above average. It's a good watch. I can recommend it to anyone that's into this kind of movie. But other than that, yeah, uh, Finch is a six. It, it's a solid six. It's a good six. I'm gonna go right between you guys, six and a half. Uh, yeah. For for all the reasons for all the reasons Chris said, I, it's a very solid movie. I think there's a better script here. I think there's a, I think there's a better maybe if it was like th- anywhere from four to five minutes longer in the end, I think it would have been a little better. I think if they would have really tried to tweak the heartstrings a little more, it would have been that much more of a, of a memorable thing. But I, I I think Finch is pretty solid, man. I I'm, I'm I really I really dug it. I really dug it. Third best Terminator movie. Third best Terminator movie of all time. No, don't forget that. <laughs> well, I never will. You guys never let me forget it, so I never will. No. Nope. All right. I? The movie of the week. Something. A, a movie that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pig. All right. Let's talk about Eternals. Uh, the Marvel giant that is, you know, that that Marvel machine is just it just never stops. But let's take a look at. Eternals for one second. Um, I'm not huge on this one, but so the tomato meter is 47%. The audience score is 80%. See, that's more of what I'm used to. Critics like maybe not, and people are like, oh, it's great. You know, that's what I'm more of what I'm used to. 
the people I think are generally just, you know, they have no idea how to really break down a film, which is fine. That's a bold but, statement for someone who's just breaking down films. <laughs> you know what my number one advice is? Know. Is never listen to some asshole on the radio. Like, <laughs> 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 this has led me to where I'm at today. There we go. Think about that. <laughs> Indeed, sirs. Indeed. <laughs> he doesn't know what to say. I, I don't. Shut up. All right. You guys are terrible. All right. Hey, Greg, let's talk hey, about. Hey, 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 let's get the let's get the particulars out of the way for this. All one. right. Gemma Chan is Cersei. Richard Madden is Icarus. Angelina Jolie is Thena. Kumail and Johnny is Kingo. Kingo. Leah McHugh is Sprite. Brian Tyree Henry Fastos. Lauren Ridloff is Makari. Brandon Keoghan is Druig. I actually really like him. And um, Madong Sok Gilgamesh. Selma Hayek, Asiak. I actually like where her character went. I'm surprised where her character went. Can we talk about, before we dig into this movie, I want to talk about Druid for one second. In 7,000 years, he couldn't have got a good haircut. That's Jesus Christ. But, uh, before yeah. anything else, Kyrgyz's got to be your favorite character, right? Druid? No, the other guy. Kingo? Yeah, Kingo. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, he's, just, he's doing, he's doing the, the finger pistols the whole time. Why wouldn't he? That's your move. Shit rules. <laughs> of course, K- Kid Harrington is Dane Whitman. Bill Skarsgård as Crow. <laughs> what? You're just going right along. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys interrupted. So, and yep. Harris, Harris Patel is Karoon, which I actually thought he was one of the best characters in the entire movie. Who was it? Uh, the Karoon. Um, um, Kingo's assistant. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, directed by Chloe Zhao, which I think is important to note. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that a little bit, didn't we? We did. I mean, I think we have a lot of the a lot. I think the movie was engineered a certain way by her. I think if it was anyone else, we'd had a very different movie. Even with the same script, we had a very different movie. A better movie or a different movie? A different. I didn't say better. I didn't say worse. No, I I asked different (laughs) or better. Uh, I th- I think this is probably the better version of the sc- of the script being made by ten people. I think this is the best version we get. You think this is the best version of Eternals we could have got? I think with the same script, yes, yeah, same script, same cast. I think this is one of the better ones. Yeah, yeah. And that's not saying a whole lot because the movie's not very not good at all. But it's not terrible. But I think right, it does say the- a lot because this movie's not very good. Yeah. But the, but also the, the but the script is terrible, and they don't give you much to work with. Oh no! They give us plenty. Yeah, there's to work a lot with. to work with. That's one of the problems with this thing. There's too much to work with. Yeah, I, I mean the t- time is. Whenever you have characters that live seven thousand years, like why? Why didn't more than stuff? seven thousand years? I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to become an echo chamber for what what all the peoples are saying, but this one definitely could have been broken down differently by by Disney slash Marvel. This could you have mean, been done way better. You mean like broken down into two different movies or three different movies or? No, like it should have been like seven, uh, like seven episode series on Disney Plus, and then a movie to follow to bring it all together with. No, I think this would have been okay as a mini, as, as like a look, folks. We're we're doing seven episodes miniseries for Eternals. That's what you get. I hope you enjoy. Or that, yeah, that's fine too. But you know, because they could have done an hour and forty five minute, you know, an hour and a half movie on the dot after you know six episode series or something too you could learn about all the major characters each in their own episode then brought them all together for one that would have worked out pretty well which i think probably would have been more beneficial because there are a lot of characters and they're all important well yeah because like in kind of a cool way you could you could in like those six episodes in the miniseries you could like go to each like go to a different time frame too go to a different time period 
see Babylon, see Rome, see all these big places, one one episode each, and focus on one character like during like their like their their mo- their rule of cool time, and then give the movie out you know with just a cut and dry conflict resolution, and have a better story than what we get here. But well, the characters got, so. the characters like you're talking about they do have certain periods of time like for instance Druig was like he was pretty influential when mm-hmm. in the in, in the Mayan. When you know, I mean, they each have like when they're influential in the time frame. I thought that was interesting too. Yeah, um, but, cool to explore. Well, I, I want to counter some point that you said a few minutes ago, Grayson. You said there's all these characters, and so many of them are important. I would challenge that and say that there's only like four of them that are important. There's a lot well, of redundancy things, and they listen. Each one of their talents comes into play in some way. Yeah, yeah. This movie's about four characters. Well, yeah, that's because <laughs> they made the, that's because they had to make the movie about four sure. characters. Sure. Well, like, I mean, okay, the movie we got is about four sure. main people. Yeah. And that's that's really it. And I think one of the problems with this is they try to make all seven or eight of them all work at the same time. Yeah. There are too many moving parts here. Yeah. I mean, that's I watched the problem, I watched right? the Iron Man movie with 47 suits and never had that problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's just too grand a scale to try to jam into one. I mean, this was a long movie though Yeah. to jam into the, you know, two, two and a half. So it's just too big of a, Oh, it's like a paintbrush to try to paint everything. Yeah. I mean, we haven't even talked about like what the plot of this movie is, but okay. Is, well, let, let me question that. Yeah. What's the plot yeah, of this I movie? I say though, there, there, there's a lot, there's a lot of ground to cover there too. And just because there's a lot of moving parts, like you said, because my, my biggest complaint, and I don't want to, I, and I'm not just going to bash this movie. I promise, because it does. Have, it, it's still a Marvel movie. It still shines. It's okay. Movies, you know what I mean. But my my biggest complaint coming out of this was you had two you had two antagonistic forces in this movie. One was just a means to get everything, you know, everyone together, and then get to the the bigger problem. And then it was just thrown away, which is which is the um, the deviants. Yeah. A complete throwaway where that could have been the entire movie. You didn't have to have anything else happening. You could have just dealt with the deviants the whole time because the way that they resolve it, it just kind of happens and it's like, oh, well, that's it then. Because, you know, it has this bigger feel to it and then it just doesn't anymore because something else is happening and it, it really pulls away from it. They could have just buried into that and then made in Turtles 2 in three years. You know, like, I don't understand why, you know, they burn through all that, make you sit through and figure all this stuff out, have some really, really good CGI in this evolving character that is kind of a cool concept for it to just kind of get tossed away. Well, let me, let, me, let, me, let me ask you this. This definitely, I mean, I, this goes without saying, it definitely has a place in the MCU timeline that's been established up to this point. Yes. Yes. So, Which oh, I'm, 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 I'm not going to argue that it doesn't. I'm saying, but this... To me, it this is like it's, it's almost, and this is someone come from me who I, whatever I see in the movies, that's the lore I know. I don't have any sure. experience. Well, with the that's yeah. the thing. That's yeah. how it has to be, though. Yes. Well, that's, if you didn't see it, if you didn't see it on a Disney Plus show, and you didn't see it in a movie, it never happened. Yeah, oh, but, but I'm, but I'm yeah, talking about like I don't know anything. Yes, yeah. I don't know anything like even in the comics. Like, oh, he does. He he, he does this in the comic. Nobody knows anything about the Eternals. But that's my point, though. Is <laughs> this is a stand? This could be a standalone movie. Like, this could have been a standalone series. This is a standalone movie, right? No, I mean it's it's still in the timeline, though. This is going to yeah, be important. This is like no, a jumping li- point. Yeah, but literally nothing happens that links it to anything else Marvel besides them mentioning Marvel things. 
There's not a single time where if if you remove the Marvel references, it's not a it doesn't it it's not a Marvel movie at all. Well, yeah, and so especially with what happens in the the climax of this film, if that was happening, many other heroes would have come there, right? And been like, "Hey, I'm here." <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just imagine you know like Thor teleporting down, and be like, "Hey, uh." What you got going on there? Saw, dude. What's happening? <laughs> right? Well, I mean, because like we know, we know that that our Marvel heroes have the technology to travel to the Earth in almost no time. So it's yep. not like you can say, "Well, it was in this remote area." I mean, they're gonna see it, and someone's gonna show up. Now they might reference that in later Marvel movies, like of this event, and they knew about it. Well, I mean, they scarred the Earth, well, you know, so yeah. But well, it, I mean, this is—is is this going to be a jumping-off point for where we go next? Well, so, I mean, what do we have so far for what's next, right? We have, we have, we have Shang-Chi, right? Yep. We have this. Yep. Spider-Man, which came after Thanos. Spider-Man's in a weird middle place right now, though. It's like a weird middle ground in, like, the timeline, right? We don't know exactly where it's at. Yeah, that's what I mean. We're, we're in a weird... Hold, hold, weird hold, hold on. So, tell us where we're at in time. Well, hold, hold on. So we have, I mean, what about things like Loki, then? Because we don't know. It's all part there, of this. There's nothing to tell, but well, that, that 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 is a decent point though, because Loki deals with timekeepers, which which deals with celestials. So that's that's fair, but it hasn't been explained to us yet. Yeah, we don't know where that is yet. Yeah, it, that's still on its own little bubble. Yeah, because yeah, that, that's just Marvel knowledge at that point. It's not MCU knowledge, which is a weird thing to cross into. It is, and, and we have Hawkeye in what two weeks, a week and a half, well, something like that. But anyway, my point. Was your comment that that this is this is a standalone movie? It is because you can remove the Marvel out of it and it and it not be a Marvel movie anymore, and it'd be the same damn movie. It doesn't need to be that way. But I think, and I think that hurts the movie a little bit if you want to stick it in the MCU because now it's like, when did this happen? How did this happen? How's it affecting everything? Again, I think would have been better explained in other ways, other avenues, other media. But I agree. I, I can't understand. Because do are any of these people lore wise an Avenger? Well, no, because they were talking about who would lead the Avengers next, blah blah blah. But it, it, that leads me into another issue. Well, so we we are past the point there where Captain America is retired, Tony yes. Stark is dead. True, that's the closest we okay. have to the timeline. Well, it's yeah. post post Thanos. Yeah, well, yes. well, we knew that. Yeah, we knew that too. But like they know that they acknowledge that. My another issue I have is not size scale because I'll get into that because I think they did a good job with size scaling this, but. And power scaling, we have no idea what the like what in relation who's like strong the power not. is with these characters. They didn't do a good job of showing us that because they just fight regular dudes or things they made up and put in this movie. Yep. We don't know in relation to Hulk, to to Thanos, to Captain Marvel. Like, can Icar- can Icarus just just eye beam Captain Marvel to to you know to damnation? Like, is that a thing he can do? We have no idea. I bet not. I bet not too. <laughs> but you don't. But we don't know that. Sure. Because they don't show that they don't show us anything that makes their power explained or relative to what we know already in the MCU, and that's a problem. Okay, I don't want to cut you off here. Not I, I want, I want to pose a question, and this is going to bypass the remaining bit of the movie. Okay, where do these people show up next? Well, see, that's no my, idea, right? That, that's my question: is where does it, does this? I mean, this movie exists in the timeline. Did somebody pop up right? in Spider Man? Doubtful, right? Doubtful, yeah. And then, okay, because <laughs> well, I, I, I almost guarantee Spider-Man happens before this, or at the same time. Yeah, I, I, I bet it's going to yeah. be the same time. Okay, that's fair. 
But I mean, our, that's my point. Oh, speaking this- of somebody who would know something was ripping out of the earth, what about Stephen Strange? True. You think right? You think he'd be like, be like, hold up, because <laughs> he can go anywhere he yeah. wants to go. You know. Well, here's the thing, though. We're gonna get we're gonna get some shot in some Marvel movie of him, or like some mid credit scene of like you know one of his little teleport holes of you know whatever. just looking at a big and white then, hand and out like, of the and ocean. He's like floating in the air, like. So that's happening. And then it cuts out of that scene or whatever. God damn it. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> screen just goes <laughs> black. <laughs> you know, or he's, well, that's interesting. And then, like, that's all we get in that. But, I mean, if the Earth dies, everything, I mean, that's it. True. Game, I mean, some, some of our heroes would just continue on. <laughs> well, not all of them, but. Not all of them. Rocket, Rocket, some Rocket, of them. Rocket Raccoon's doing just fine. Thor's okay. <laughs> he's going to come back and go, Boy, that's some shit. And then, yeah. then Guardians 3 begins. I like this place. <laughs> oh, well. But again, it's one of those movies that I just... Somewhere in the development of this movie, something happened where they're like, eh, let's just... Let's kind of make it its own thing and mention the other events, but let's just make it its own thing. I have a feeling this was a very different script when it was when it was greenlit or when they were like casting for it even. I think it was a very different script. Well, just remember... Um, now, listen... Obviously, everybody knows this isn't a beloved Marvel movie off the bat here, okay? It's just not. However, it's not an overly bad movie. It's just a weird movie for Marvel, okay? But the one thing Marvel has done really well, even when their movies haven't been the best movies ever, is they always bring them together. They commit. That's right. Like, this isn't a one-off. This isn't like, hey, the Eternals didn't do too well. You know, all these characters are gone from our plans. We're not going to use them anymore. That's not how this goes. Like, they wouldn't have brought them in if they didn't have a plan all the way to the end. Right? True. No, yeah. of course. Especially this stage in the game. That's what, well, that's what I mean. Like, and who they brought in character actor-wise, like, they didn't bring in throwaways. You know, we got Richard Madden. We got Gemma Chan. Angelina Jolie. Selma Hayek. Yeah. Some of them don't make them out of this movie, but plenty of them do. And they're big stars. You don't just be like, hey, your movie sucked, you're out. Yeah. No. And then at the end, the post credits, we get another giant star added to the lineup here. So I won't bring that up, but look it up. You'll find out if you haven't seen it yet. Not just giant star, mega star. (laughs) You know, it's like one of those deals, but. Yeah, the po- the two post credit scenes I think are pretty cool. As a matter of fact, I think they were be- they they were more interesting than, than the the last one is definitely more interesting than this entire movie. I didn't see the last sure. one. I saw the mid. Which um, one? Did you see the Harry Styles one? Who's Harry Styles? Star the- Fox. Thanos' brother. Yes, I saw that. Okay, the other one's got uh, uh, Kit Harrington talking to Blade. I didn't see that. Why? I left. Talking to the <laughs> person. <laughs> Talking, talking to I the told you to stay. I left. I forgot. Talking to the person yeah, who's going to be Blade. Uh, he's going to be the Black Knight. Yeah. yeah. And he, he opens up the Ebony Blade, the Cursed Sword. and uh, Yeah, I, I know who he's going to yeah. be. Because Mah- she, she mentions the, the family. Still, yeah. Mahersh- Mahershala Ali talks to him off screen mm-hmm. about, he's like, I got some questions for you. Okay, gotcha. That's how Blade's okay. going to. So, yeah. So, throughout this movie, we get a lot of magic stuff mm-hmm. and Blade. So, right. there's that. Yeah. Welcome back, homie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't believe you left, Chris. I mean, even yeah. you knew that was coming. I don't know. It's, it's fine. It was late. So let's talk about what this movie does right, because because there are I have some things that that I thought really worked in this movie. Sure. And oddly enough, I might I 
I'm not like in 100% agreement with like everyone else on this for some reason. I thought the CGI was fantastic in this movie. I think it looks fine. I thought it was. I thought it was. You know, I, I wanted to say, did you guys get like a weird sense of, I don't want to say vertigo because that's not the right word, but when they were out there talking that thing and still celestial in space, did you get kind of a weird feeling? Like, a, like a, holy shit. You get a weird scale perspective, yeah. like a forced perspective yeah. from that. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. I like the CGI, like the deviants looked, I thought, really well done. They were cool. Well, they were some, different. Well, because Marvel has, in my opinion, a bad habit of making faceless army X, Y, and Z, and they don't put too much into it. And they kind of just, they kind of just look gray. Look, those look, deviants look, were, were those deviants were very heavily um, transformer influenced. Well, whatever they're influenced by, they looked fantastic on a screen. I thought they looked really well. I thought the CGI and like all of their all of their powers and abilities. I thought, even though it kind of looked like they were stuck on sometimes, but I think that was trying to trying to show contrast of you know they're in the real world and also they can do these otherworldly things. I thought the CGI was fantastic. In this. Well, let's sure. okay. Let's, let's for a second, a second talk about the characters and. What they're doing and who they are. So I mean, let's let's talk about Gemma Chan. We'll talk about Cersei and Icarus. The the weird triangle between Cersei, Icarus, and then what is Dane? I mean, she he's obviously going to be the new the, the new love interest for Cersei. But Cersei has a very long five thousand year history with Icarus. Small <laughs> Yeah, I know it's called. I know it's called, but it's not really Trist because Dane's not there. But still, it's. She Gemma Chan is fantastic as Cersei. She's one of the bright stars in this movie. I thought, yeah, she did very well. And in a very weird way, Kumail. I thought without uh, Kumail and Johnny, fucking he's, rules. Yeah, he's great, man. <laughs> he's hilarious, actually. He really is. And he's got wonderful. He got in incredible shape for this movie. Did you see that? The like, yeah. pictures of his before. Oh yeah, he is jacked. Yeah, but uh, but he he didn't get his 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 required Marvel shirtless scene yet. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> they also didn't use him a lot in this movie. Well, so but when they brought him in, he was all calm. We'll talk baby. about that in a minute. But <laughs> let, let's wrap up what these guys are and you know who's and what they do. But uh, uh, Richard Madden is Icarus, aka Superman. Yeah, right. Pretty much, right? He can fly. He can hit really hard. He has eye lasers. Yeah. If, he has, <laughs> if he has froth breath, I think we have a uh, <laughs> uh, you know a copyright infringement yeah, right. here. Um, what else we got? Sprite. Mm-hmm. She uh, manipulates things. She's Loki. <laughs> pretty much. She's, she's pretty much she's Loki. Loki's yeah. dad. It's fine. Athena. Um, Angelina Jolie is a fierce warrior who's yeah. losing her mind. And Gilgamesh. I love Gil. Gilgamesh is cool. Gil yeah. rules. Yeah. He's got big giant like stone fists, basically. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't like he didn't have something to do with gold, but it's, but that's all right. That's just the nerd in me that wanted something different there. But uh, yeah, I thought Drew Drew was definitely an interesting one with the with the mind altering the mind mm-hmm. control stuff. His that was... scenes in the fort in, in the Amazon were cool when mm-hmm. like when they were fighting one of the one of those deviants. And, well, they have and them cocking the shotguns. Everyone's in perfect unison. I thought that was that, that was really. Creepy and cool at the same time, yeah. Still seven thousand years, get a better haircut. Yeah, true. <laughs> and then I can't, I can't remember. The, Jesus, the, can we talk about the speedster for a second? Of course, what, we the can. flash knockoff. DC, no, DC needs to take some goddamn notes because she was cool as hell. They yeah. did, they did her her fighting ability and mm-hmm. like how like how she could be used in a fight so well. I thought just the way that she moved and just constantly like ram into things looked beautiful. The Flash has never looked good on screen yet. Well, they have, they've always made him a doofus. Well, yeah, kind of my, that's the kind of point I'm making. I need to take some notes because she was cool as hell. I well, like when anytime she was on screen, which is not 
often enough, in my opinion. I thought her fighting style was really cool, and, like, you felt it. She felt fast. Not to go off on a side tangent, DC just needs to take notes from their TV show and use it into their movies. You're wrong! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> And then things will be better for yeah, them. Actually, wrong. just use the actor too. He's Please, fine. Right? He's fine. I can't think of that. It's fine. Nope, that's wrong. Yep. All right. Uh, who else are we missing? We got uh, Fastos. Uh, Mr. Technology Man. Oh, yeah. yeah Fastos yeah. himself. Yes. Brian Tyree Henry, oh. Mr. Fastos. Who is, uh, hilarious. who is a good intentioned man yeah, yeah. who has made some really big mistakes. I thought his scene was. The thing that he, that he definitely fucked his, up on. His, his biggest, like, his biggest regret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what though? That's pretty dark, it even is. by Marvel standards. Yeah, that's pretty dark. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I guess you can't. I guess you can't. Like, you know, I guess you're able to acknowledge it since it is just history. But yeah, yeah it's like oh, dark. Whoops. Yeah. So. All right. What's next? Ajax. Let's talk about Ajax for one second. Oh, the leader. Hayek, the leader of them all. Who has the lamest power? Really? I didn't. What, if we're talking about Ajax, then I guess we have well, to talk healing about. Healing is pretty awesome. If we're talking about Ajax, we have to talk about. It's at least the, useful. The She's got a spot around. on every team. She's a cleric, bro. True, true. <laughs> you, the you don't around. go to the raid without a cleric. Sure. Don't tell me I'm All wrong. Right. <laughs> All right, let's get. Okay, discussion. Let's get back to. I mean, the, the jumping around the timeline, I'm not sure helped this movie at all. It was a little jarring at, at a couple points. I will admit that. But once uh, once I became accustomed, I when once I got in my head, okay, they're gonna do this a few to- a few times in this movie. Sure, I was fine after that. But yeah, the first time they kind of like jump around, I was like, oh, oh, okay, we're back in time, and then we were present again, and it, it was jarring at first. But you got used to it, I think. It, it wasn't too bad after that, and then they, and then they, and then they abruptly stopped going back in time, so it was fine <laughs> for now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, of course, for the, now. The thing with this movie. All jokes aside, it feels like it's just not over, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, just we just watched a movie where it isn't over in Dune, but like, this is one of the weird Marvel movies that leaves more things open than any other one besides like the Avengers parts. Yeah, like it didn't close the door and be like this chapter itself. As this, if you look at movies as chapters, this chapter is done. Yeah. Here's the step into the next one because they do that. You know, they'll close the door and then open the window sort of thing. This just kind of leaves everything wide open going, okay, we're just moving on in time here. Yeah. And that was different, mm-hmm. I think. So, I mean, this movie is different for a Marvel movie. And you can't be mad at about that. No, because everybody wants them to do something different finally. That's right. And they, they did. Well, turns out, though. Everybody wants them to just make the same kind of movie. Seems like it. Because when they do it, <laughs> and do it differently, people don't like it. I don't know. So, some of the slower points of this movie were kind of my favorites. Because, I like, I don't know. I liked hearing their conversations. Because they think differently than everyone else, right? Because they've been they around for different. so long. Mm-hmm. Time isn't the same for them. So hearing them talk and have conversations, those were actually interesting. Because it's like, you know, okay, what are they planning? How, you know, what's the next step? Well, okay, so... Uh, the things you like, you just said you like, that's, you like the Chloe Zhao touch. All those slow moments, the conversations, that's what she brings to the table. I don't know if that's exactly true. Well, I mean, I, I promise you a lot, of, this movie would have been very oh. different had it not been someone, had it not been Chloe making it, if it had been someone well, else who was more Hold on, I'll, I'll counter that, and I don't want to knock on Chloe Zhao. She didn't write this. That's true. She directed it. No, but the director also, I mean, besides the editor, she, like, 
pace is always something on the well, just re- just remember and i'm not trying to knock anybody in the way these movies are crafted a certain way for a certain reason of course if they, they didn't want they didn't want you to get this amount of information out of this movie they you wouldn't, wouldn't have. have got it no of, of, of course i mean especially now with marvel being complete formula well, that's different. what i mean now listen if you like the one-off parts of the story that's cool yeah. is it a chloe Zhao thing i don't know man they like i said this is very calculated very calculated. You want the Chloe Zhao part when they fly up and look over this big giant sweeping landscape. I was gonna say. I was gonna say the the, the visuals and the way that the environment's given to you, which which was one of the things I wanted to give a huge positive on. Like the scaling is done so well in this, and I and I and I, and I, I believe that is like almost all director because in let let's take the the world breaking apart at the end of this right sure and you know the 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 size <laughs> well yeah and, and the size and scale of that in any other marvel movie that would have been delivered to us to show us quote unquote scale would have had had our our heroes and antagonists fighting on top of one of those mounds to say look how big this is yeah. it looks so small you know that kind of thing that's how they would have delivered scale to us instead they put that thing in the background and made it look like it was an actual mountain. Yeah. And made it look like a part of the of just of the backdrop and it looked so good that way. And it felt massive at that point. Because because in every shot you can only see one. You couldn't see more than one at a and time. Until you get because to the... of how spaced and how huge these things are. And they did that and that was done really well. And I do believe that was that was the director's, you know, call on that. And it was done phenomenal i think so i think that was one of the i mean the fact that i felt uneasy was i think a testament to how well it's done and scale wise yeah and and i think in the whole time scales the the ship was scaled well all the environments went to were scaled well and that last part was done beautifully and i think like i said i think any other any other marvel movie we get is we get scaled over us in, in in the in the form of an action scene and someone fighting on on or near this thing to show look how big this is instead it was done in subtly but at the same time, it like you can't you can't not see it, and it was done really well, and it was beautiful. Right. So let me ask a question about Chloe Zhao. You think she gets a second crack at this? You think the Eternals is hers? I think it's making enough money. See, I don't think it's making enough. At least I don't think it's making the Marvel money that Marvel wants it to make. Maybe maybe not the Marvel money that they want it to make, but I think it makes enough where they where it doesn't. Where it doesn't hurt her chances of coming back in for it. Well, I also think too. I think they knew this was a risk. I would, I, I can agree with that. Like that, this, that. this is as this is almost as big of a risk as Shang Chi was. Yeah, I can't see Marvel sitting down and going, "All right, well, you, you know," and like put this down as a slam dunk, you know, an easy win. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you're. Right. I think they knew this was going to be something they had to work for. I think they did that for Black Widow, and I think they didn't get what they wanted. This, I, 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 I second that. <laughs> I didn't get what I wanted at Black Widow. No. And you were super hyped on that. Li- and, and I like Black Widow. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's just not as, it's not what everybody thought it was no. going to be. You got great things in Black Widow. You got great. But this, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Characters in Black Widow. This isn't what I thought it was going to be either. It yeah. No, well, that, that's the thing. When you come to this movie, you know, from point A to point B, what we get after point B, are you happy with it? Or is it just more of like, okay. What next? Mm-hmm. Well, because I kept wondering. I, I kept wondering where is this going to fit in with the current timeline, and if the I Earth don't is. Know. But it's like the whole th- okay. Earth is destroyed because Earth becomes this incubator to grow a celestial, and if there if the celestial is born, Earth is destroyed. Everyone's dead. So I'm like, well, are they? Are is another Avenger going to come help them? Is 
you well, know, is Thor going to zip in for a second? I, I I was like, I kept expecting at least one cameo from well, the previous stuff. They didn't and get like, any. Yeah, yeah, nothing. And and like in some of the explanation on like um, how that whole whole thing worked was kind of off too with like the way like where they put stuck this in the timeline. And this is on Marvel. This is their fault for doing this. Kind of, I think, in a at a bad spot. They talked about how like once the Earth's population hits so much, that's enough for you know for the the awakening to happen. Then why the hell wouldn't the Celestials have stepped in when Thanos snapped? You know what I mean? Because that's half the population gone that literally puts the, puts them back billions of years. It was half the years. universe too, though. Well, so you remember, think scale bigger. It, yeah. it was It's not just one thing affected. It's all Everything. the things affected. So yeah. so does, does does that mean this? That I mean, do we know if the Celestial was snapped away? We don't know. You, there's no way to know that. And, I, and if, if my best guess is going to be no, I think they're outside of the realm, the realm of the snap because they're not. They don't live by the same rules. Star-Lord didn't get snapped away. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, Star, what was his name? The Thanos brother? No. I mean, Peter Quill. Oh, right. Well, he's the one that caused <laughs> it all. Man, hate, hate, hate Peter Quill. <laughs> Wait, did Quill get snapped? Yeah, he yeah. did get snapped. Yeah. So oh, Celestials can get snapped. Peter Quill is a Celestial. Oh, he is because of his father. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. 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 Now I get. Okay. Now so, I get what you were saying. Some form of celestials could be snapped. Some form. Okay. Right, fair enough. So yes, yes, I stand yes, by with what are. I said. Okay. So let's. Um, what do we? Anything else we'd like about this movie? I don't mind the scale of it. I think it's interesting. An no, interesting no, take I'm on okay things. With it. It's just. It's just. It. it it's delivered you. It's delivered you very the, raw. The one thing about this movie, and I will stress to everybody, is I think everybody should see it. It's different yes, than the is. Marvel movies we it had is. before. And listen, I don't know if it's different than the Marvel movies we'll get after it. I just know that this one is different, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be for everybody because no. Lord knows it's you know 2021. You can't do things. I am going to watch it again <laughs> once I can stream it because my theater screen was very dark. You know what? So okay, I had that question too because. I didn't know if it was the movie or because it could have been intentional. I don't know because I definitely got that. Saving money on CGI. Yeah. Yeah. It was so dark in some places Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, why is this a thing? Because it's so dark, it gets almost blurry, especially during the Amazon stuff. Yeah. Because the Amazon's a dark place. So I wondered that too. So I'm definitely going to watch it again and and, and not, uh, not unhappily so. Just... I, I just want to see if there was a difference there too, because I definitely feel like I missed some of that. What could have been some good, some more good CGI. Well, I think too is I'll see more clues after a second viewing of it. You know, it's a lot easier to watch stuff a second time when I can just pop it on Disney Plus yeah. and check it out. Which yeah. you know, in three months or so, I'll be able to do that. Yeah, I wasn't is, able. I wasn't able to watch this one with with the wife, so and she'll at least like sit down and indulge. I watched it with my wife. Yeah. She did not care for it. Oh, well. She did not. <laughs> Well, I mean, she had the same. She had the same thing I did. Yeah. She, she was just like, especially for somebody who's just an outsider at best. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know what's going on, and I, I'm like, for the first time in like most of this comic book stuff, I don't know what's yeah, going on. Because like, like these dang. are outs- these are way like Shang Chi was outside of my periphery. Yep. Okay, this is miles outside <laughs> of my periphery. Like. I don't care about it. Yeah. Like this is yeah. not these people don't interact with the people that I read about. You know, that's a good phrase. I don't care about it. Mm-hmm. Marvel, I think Marvel's job here is to make you care they about had it. They to make you care about it and they didn't do a good job of that. They did okay for some characters. Yeah, yeah. But for, well, for the story that's happening, like you don't the care. overall thing, 
they got to make you care. Well, hold on. I don't know if you have to care. You just have to know who's important. Because listen, you know who's important. Yeah. Cersei's important. Mm-hmm. Fastest is important. Kingo's important. And Icarus is important. I think, I think you know why? Because they're the only ones still alive. Yeah. True. Well, sorry. I guess the, Athena. Excuse me. Athena is still alive. Yeah. But yeah. she's not on planet. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I think they had to make. I think Marvel had to make you care about this because again, you don't know much, and I don't think they did a great job of that. Mm-hmm. Grayson, thoughts on any of that? I I would have done things differently again. You have a lot of characters here, and you need to focus on a lot of them. I think focusing on. I didn't. I was kind of wondering how in the end they were going to pull Sprite, for instance, into the fold, and then her making. Yeah, they don't it, have to. Her making it well, they don't have to, but she also got to make a decision that none of the other ones got to make, and I thought that was kind of a cool choice, an interesting way to just completely take a character out of the equation from now on. Even though this is not the last we're going to see Sprite, I promise you. Well, she, I don't she know. Will show up again. Well, because you run the risk. Listen, every time you bring a kid in, the kid's going to grow up. That's no. That's my point. Is now we're going to see a much older Sprite down the road somewhere, and I'm okay with that. I think that's something that they can work with. Especially with the, with the whole, she now she can kind of feel what it's like to grow up, you know, be able to like requite some of these feelings and get into relationships. I mean, now she is and, still with them. Yeah. So it's I'm not tell, like I'm telling you, Sprite is Loki's dad. Just calling it now. Do you, cool. do you think that's why they did that? Because it's a very Loki-like thing to do. That there's no. some connection there. No, I'm just a dick. No, I, I don't mean to say it's his, it's his dad. I just pointed at him and said, cool. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are something else. I just mean like there's a reason they did that Loki power. Is there going to be – that's – I mean are they going to try to make a link there or no? no I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think that that's at all – Because Strange also did that. Strange also can like multiply himself and just like yeah. go crazy with it. I think I think if anything, if if Loki and Sprite ever end up on the same scene on the same screen ever together, it's gonna be Sprite or Loki does something and the other one gives him a head nod. That's it. That's all you're gonna get out of that. Finger gun. Yeah. Like, so you know, what what we what we saw bro. in the end with Icarus, he's yeah. Superman. He, but like he's he just left or he you can't took himself have, out of the equation. You can't have a character named Icarus and not have him fly into the sun. I think that's just a rule, which is lame as fuck. I hated that moment so much. But didn't but didn't they didn't someone refer to him as the one who flew flew too close to the sun? They said that Sprite made up that story. Yeah, during one of her illusions. Yeah. Mm, so that's what yeah. like I, I kind of be like you have a Sprite that's aging and she's in love with the whole Peter Pan you know thing was brought up. I thought that was super interesting. That was yeah to bring I it up in a Marvel that. movie. He was kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> no, what, what, what they say is, who sucks? Someone's like, oh, um, they, they, they say, Druid sucks, and they cut away real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Kingo. Kingo. He's like, we're going to find Druid. He's like, Druid sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he's just being a dick. I, I really thought, as far as the story is concerned, and, I, and I, of course, I just went through this because I went home and talked to my sister and my brother at the same time, and like, no matter what happens, we're family. Like, I just had a conversation with them. So, I thought that part about Are the Eternals... Are you guys Eternals, starting an intergalactic war? Oh my goodness. I thought that part about the Eternals might have been Shit. a little off because... It, 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 cause, cause it, didn't, it didn't seem to matter in the end? It didn't seem to matter in... Yeah. Again, <laughs> well, it only mattered when it mattered. Yeah. Again, it's one of those things like, why are you idiots fighting? 
you know you're all ridiculously powerful beings that all have different pieces of one puzzle. Stop well, fighting. I straight up, I straight up wondered if they could kill each other because there's a, a lot of there, there's yeah. a lot of those things where like you can beat the shit out of each other, but you can't finish it. Yeah. I did like Thena's fight with uh, the um, the like Alpha Deviant, mm-hmm. like how she turned the tables around on that. That was kind of nifty. Mm-hmm. Just to pull through with the uh, oh yeah yeah that was. Cool. I liked. Uh, I think Angelina Jolie did really well. By I, the way, I yeah. think she was great. That was fun. Yeah, she did fine. She was also like fantastic. I liked uh, how they locked down Icarus too. That was really cool. And 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 his 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 outburst at not being able to do anything was also I thought well acted. That was a cool moment in the movie. There's some good Marvel stuff here. You know what I mean? It's just it's just in, it's just in a weird vessel. Well, this isn't. This is for all intents and purposes a Marvel movie. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And Marvel knew with Kevin Feige, I'm going to say Kevin as Marvel, he knew what he was doing when, when he made the certain decisions to make this movie like it was. He knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. Um, some of the decisions I thought were a little weird, but again, it's I'm happy that we got this movie. I don't think the, the MCU as we know it is going to be different without this movie. Would it be different I, without this movie? I think it's going to be different with this movie. I mean, they made it so... They have to... Like, 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 you can't just ignore what happened in this movie, right? So, like, we're going to get Spider-Man, and then down the road, there needs to be a half-born Celestial's hand sticking out of the fucking Earth, right? Like, it has to happen. I sure hope so. I sure hope that we do that. Like, they can't just ignore it. And that's going to put Celestials into the game and all the other stuff, which then... Well, so remember, Celestials are already in the periphery. True, but then we can also get Galactus, which is a huge... Well, that's a big deal. Yes, it is. It is. You're not wrong. So I think, you know, we'll... Well, we'll listen, we know who we're... You know what's one of the few things that are actually scheduled and named in the Marvel franchise is the Fantastic Four, which brings, which brings the Silver Surfer, which brings Galactus. Which brings Galactus. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. So, I I have no love for the Fantastic Four, though. Because you haven't seen a good version of them yet. Even even like in the comics and stuff and all the games I've played. I'm just, I've never been a Fantastic Four fan. Oh, you don't think we know they need another rich scientist asshole? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'll take the thing, but only if it's Michael Shapeless. <laughs> I think it'd be awesome if they used him. I, th- I, I agree. I like Michael Shapeless. I got a soft spot for him. Because he'll beat you with a phone book watching The Shield? I love The Shield. <laughs> it's a fantastic piece of TV. That is, a good, that is one of those good shows. That... It's a fantastic show. All right. So I think we're, we've discussed most of what we need to go over. Anybody else got any points you want to go over? Stuff you hated in this movie? Just, just how, um, how some characters were tragically underused. But you, and, you, you, you and, only and, have and, so much screen time. That's the whole problem. Well, you didn't have to. And how do you have Kingo literally just walk out of Act 3? Okay, well, so hold on. I, I wanted to bring that up. I'm glad you said something about it. I actually respect the hell out of that because he was just like, listen, I agree with him, but I'm not fighting you guys. He's like, we've been here for 5,000 years. You're my family. I don't agree with what's going on. I'm just piecing out. Okay. That I respect more than anything. Because listen, you ever just you ever been to a family outing and your family's just bitching at each other? You'd be like, I don't fucking need this. And then you just leave. And then you feel better. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel better than everyone in that yes, room. That's right. <laughs> I win. Well, yeah, I get that. But uh, and and the sentiment I get, but just like to just have that character just oof out of the movie it was it was just kinda like I was waiting for him to come back in. Finger gun, you know, on someone's side, but whatever. I think he can do finger guns with other parts of his body. Yes, you know. 
Glad to see we're all on the same page here. Oh yeah, there's a weird fan fiction. Somewhere. Okay, well, okay, just as 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 a way to like take us out of this. I don't what, like your segue. What do you? What do you? Who? What characters do you want to see proceed? For if if there's only three that make it out of this, and then we don't ever see the other ones again, not including Dane because he's obviously going to have a future in this. There's who do you want to see? There's not a character in this movie that I didn't like that I didn't like. You know what I mean? Like the characters were good. I no, I'm just disappointed that Gil's gone. Yeah, that's sad, right? He yeah, was Gil was a Gil good dude. dude. Gil he, was, he, a he was a good dude. Good dudes always die. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, to answer your question, I'm I'm cool with any of these characters coming back. I like all of them. They were all interesting. Marvel did a good job with that part of it. I think they're, they're more. I think they're more interesting apart than they are together, though. They could be. They absolutely could be. You know, I, I I'm I'm okay with Icarus not coming back because I'm already over that love story. Well. Here's the thing. I know. He will be back. Because if he wasn't going to be back, one, it wouldn't be Richard Madden. And two, he'd be dead. I was just going to say, I was just, those two he points exactly. Yeah, you didn't say And that. he's super famous. It's the it's the Left for Dead rule. Not yeah. Left for Dead rule, the Walking Dead rule. Yeah, if you he didn't, see he didn't happen, die on screen, happen. he ain't dead. Yeah, well, I mean, it's fine. Listen, he, he could make a good villain. True. Or a segue back to redemption for him. Maybe. Yeah. Because... I don't entirely think of what he did is completely wrong either. Oh, I agree. Yeah, like that's the whole thing. In the purpose of this movie, yes, he's he becomes or is a villain. What he does isn't overly bad by what they're there to do. So it's that's that moral conundrum thing. Yes, of course, it's bad because the Earth dies. He doesn't really care. Yeah. That's not what he's here for. So love him or hate him, he was doing what he's supposed well, to do. I. One thing I thought was cool is when you learned this the what actually is the grand plan going on. Sure. Like who's who's in line with it, who's not in line with it. That that was interesting too. I mean, I did I'm glad you brought it up because I did want to talk about Kum, uh, Kumel's his character's like his complete Kingo. like neutrality of the whole thing. Again, though, with a large enough group of people, you'd have people like that. Mm-hmm. You yeah. would absolutely have people like that. Um, I mean, he does and, have a sweet power, though. He does. And in all seriousness, I do love Karun's involvement in this movie. The, his kind of uh, the dude who always had a camera. Where do you get all these cameras? Yeah, I think always be prepared. I, I mean, thought, this movie is the, doesn't change much without that guy. But, he's been my valet for fifty years. That's the. Uh, but, I thought but, I was a vampire at first. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then, and then he's like, he tried to stab me with a wooden stake, and he he actually did once. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that's the that's the Marvel humor that you expect, though, right? Like that that that's the by the numbers. Here's your funny thing you get to laugh at a lot in, in your Marvel movie, which isn't a bad thing. It works. You know? it, 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 it Marvel's made billions upon billions of dollars for a reason, and DC's floundering always. But you know, I I, kind of, I got a little eye really on it eventually, but I can see why he's necessary in the in the Marvel script. It was funny. It was, you know, for a while. Do you, do you think he moves on? Do you, do you think we see him again? Yes. Yeah. Harris, yeah. Harris if we, if we see Kingo again, we see him again. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we do. What, what, what about Fastos? I don't know. Fast break? Technology, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Fastos. I think we do. I think we do. I think, I think we see all of them that aren't dead because they'd be dead if we weren't going to see them again. Yeah. That's the simple. That's right. the simplest explanation. I think you're. And they all, they all have right. their own piece of the puzzle. You think we get Angelina Jolie to come back? Yes. 
I don't think she just said yes. I I think all these people have to say yes with the idea that there'd be more down the down the line. Okay, that's fair. Listen, the one thing they don't want to do is replace Hulks. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you're you're yeah. not wrong about that. That's for sure. I mean, they they replaced Hulk and War Machine. Mm-hmm. So okay, you know? question then: When do we know what Dane when he was like, "Hey, I wasn't I wasn't completely honest earlier," and then he gets cut off. I know, I know what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, we, we've already talked about it. Yeah. It's his family history. Okay. That sword he's got's cursed. Yeah. He's a character called the Black Knight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that yeah, so that's what is that? Crest. He's Avengers. He's super magical. Oh, cool. That's kind of cool. Or I mean, there's a reason be, that yeah. they chose Kit Harrington to, to I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, again though, Marvel doesn't mess around. Yeah. He's going to be like on the Doctor Strange side of like, you know, like powers and stuff like that. And obviously Blade. Yeah. Yep. I'm Which, surprised they're putting Blade in with this. This doesn't. No, matter. give it to me. He's a huge name. He, no, he is. He definitely is. I, I, just, cult following. I just Holy don't crap. associate Blade with the MCU. The only thing that would be bigger now. on screen again would be Spawn. You know, like, like that's down that same alleyway. Those movies suck. They do suck, but goddamn, there's people that <laughs> want more. Want a good one. Those movies suck. They do. The one was like three hours long. <laughs> Jesus. Those were a big deal. Uh, just like coming. this episode. We're, we're good to score it. All right, let's move to score this, this, this movie then. All right, I'll go first. I loved this movie visually. I thought the CGI was fantastic. I loved this, the way that they chose to do scale. Whoever made those decisions, A plus on their end. That was awesome and different. Um, cool, huge cast of characters. Not enough time in this two in this almost three hour movie to tell the story they want to tell though, and it flounders in a lot of places. This is not a bad movie, but it is not a great movie. This is a five for me. The the truest definition of right down the damn middle. If you're a Marvel fan, see it. If you don't like the Marvel movies, probably don't gotta waste your time watching this movie. Want me to go second? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, so we did find out that Marvel can make an average movie. Um, and they did. So the thing is, is everybody's shitting on this movie because it's not an eight or a nine or a 10. Um, it was only a matter of time before this happened. They've already had some brooches where it just wasn't quite as good as the other ones like Thor, dark world, Iron Man three. Like there, there are some swings out there that aren't quite, I mean, this is not the best they've ever done. It's not and, and this to this is, point, technically, it's the worst they've ever done. And shit, they still made an average movie. Yeah. Um, I would still take this movie heads on against most other companies' comic book movies and say it fits just fine. Um, it's just not Iron Man. It's not Captain America. Yeah, It's different. It's got a different cast, different type of story. It's a different movie, and it's just not that great. This movie's a five all the way through. I, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I want to give it a six. After I've seen, I've given a six. So let's wrap this up. <laughs> no, I see. I liked a lot of the characters. I thought it was a pretty big and ambitious movie to begin with because yeah, of the huge cast. It is. I think they do a lot of things right. Uh, for one, the scale, the Celestials, the characters they chose to focus on. I think that was a good choice. Um, I think a lot of the, you know, a lot of the things surprised me. Again, when they bring up the the, the gray neutrality and Kumel's character, Kingo, I, I like that. I, I'm glad they touched on it because, you know, he does say, I'm not going to 
I'm not going to take sides, but I'm also not going to fight anybody. I'm, I'm just going to leave. And then he's like, I hope you guys are okay when I'm, when we find each other again, because I'd hate to know that you guys are dead. But I mean, that's just, that's a cool thing that they did. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's just, I wanted to really shit on this movie because it, I didn't think it was wonderful, but damn it, there's some things I liked. So I'm just going to go six, you know, it's probably more than it deserved, but you know, I, six is where I sit. Not Five. a bad score. Sounds, Fine by me. It sounds in line. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, at this point, you're, you're either committed to the Marvel movies or you're not. Well, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, I mean there's. A, I mean, this movie's getting some is getting trashed, right? But like, it's not that bad of a movie. We've seen far worse from other studios. You know what I mean? Like, this is just it, this would be like Pixar putting out a five. You know, it would feel it this would, is the Pixar's the Good Dinosaur. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Cars two. Yeah. Cars this two. is it's what like, that yeah. is. Oh not my great. goodness. But still, it's better. It's better than Animal Crackers. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh, <laughs> what was that? Yeah. Yeah. So it, I mean, is. yeah, it, this movie is not as bad as what it's getting. And let me ask a serious question. I don't want to sidetrack anything because we're getting ready to wrap up. Is this movie better than Aquaman? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to say yes, but with an addendum that because it's got a lineage to it. And I already okay, okay. Well, just to assume that we're getting more Aquaman. I never, too. I never thought Aquaman. I was the low man on the totem pole for that. I well, that's that's what I have to compare it to. Like Aquaman was what DC needed, and it was just hey, this movie doesn't suck. Yeah. You know, this is kind of cool. Yeah. It's kind of you know not the best movie they ever made. Mm-hmm. This is kind of that movie for Marvel, and they're just like, hey, it doesn't suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the important thing is there are people out there who love this movie, and I'm happy that they're yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Listen, there are, there are plenty of people that don't love yeah, this movie. Yeah, hate this movie too. Yeah. No, it, 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 this movie's fine. Also, there are people that hate this movie for stupid reasons that's too. That's true too. Which well, is also yes. not cool, man. Of course, you know, some of the characters are who they are. And they, look, I don't understand why people don't ju- – why people judge movies based on that. Because that's just characterization. That's got nothing to do with the actual story. I mean, it, I mean, it does. like it's it real life. Weird. It's a weird, it's a weird, it's a weird reason. But no, I, I really dug the Eternals in a weird way. I just didn't think it was great. But, you know, that's what we did. All right. This has been episode 252 of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. on podcast service of your choice of the following vibe. iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, and thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell 1. I am at Rod Stillian. And I'm Christopher Bond. Don't forget to check out the page on Facebook. Always posting things there. Check us out on YouTube. And send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week we're taking a look at Netflix's Red Notice and Clifford the Big Red Kaiju. I mean dog. Yes. Yes. I you know it's I've I have a funny feeling. I'm gonna love that movie and I'm I'm not okay with that. Because you know me, I'm all about the if you love it, it'll grow. I'm all about the weird that kind of weird Pikmin stuff, so what By the time it, we what? get to the next show, me and Roger have already written a better Clifford movie. <laughs> I already got the ending. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you need you need to have a, a three act structure. Just write it right, right out a few paragraphs. First off, so. you can make a movie with two acts. You, yeah, you can. His back yeah. half will be a robot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed, robot Godzilla. Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs>